0: So in this episode, um, I'm going to talk to you about a quite difficult and personal subject, but it needs to be said. Um, It's about, um, well, it incorporates mental health, it incorporates gaslighting, and it incorporates narcissism. And I'm going to break them down. And I'm coming from the perspective of, I've worked in mental health, I have been around um, mental health a lot. And I've also had some really bad experiences. And it's changed my perception. So get yourself a tin of coffee because this one's thick. Yum. Okay, right. So the first thing I want to say is please do not let anybody change you or the way that you think or convince you you are ill. Um... This is going to come out in the future, big time. I mean, it's already coming out, but there's going to be more about it. People are just going to start to see things differently. What I've noticed is that... uh, When I worked in mental health, and when I have clients who have come to me because they struggle with their mental health, when I reverse engineer their symptoms, their behaviours... I can always put it down to an event um, or a series of events. It never just comes out of nowhere and this is just my findings, don't tell me off because it's like I'm literally just giving you the evidence, right? And you know, I've been at the receiving end of what I would call bullying around gaslighting and manipulation. And it's nearly driven me me mad, to be honest. And I'm going to give you some really personal examples. I really don't like talking about my personal life, but I will because I just think it adds structure to it and helps. So I'll give you these examples so that you can see how it's woven in your everyday life. So I used to live with a bunch of girls who I thought were my friends. Now I'll tell you who individually, how they were. We had one person who was... Very manipulative, very low energy. Hi, I've had a bad day. And I would watch her do it. She would come in and be able to pull emotions out of you. And that's what she thrived on. I didn't think much of it. I just thought, oh, here we go again. Sad sack, you know? And yeah, I carried on talking to her. We hung out. The other girl I lived with she would amplify herself oh i'm this i'm this i'm this but when i actually looked into her cv she wasn't at all so i was like oh, okay so she had uh i guess you would call it disillusionment of grandeur because nothing matched so i knew i saw it for what it was which she was obviously a very insecure person she needed control she needed to be in charge and she was a problem for me because she needed everyone she needed to be Queen Bee, right? And again, I just thought, oh, whatever, you know, who cares? I'll just carry on living my life. The other girl was always saying she was caring. Oh, I care about you, I care about you. She was very attached. And again, I got alarm bells because I was like, I can't even go to the bathroom. I can't even have a shower without you being outside the door. She was like a little dog. And I just thought, oh, okay, weird. But then I bypassed the fact that control would be very important to her. Now again, I had a problem with her in the end. Guess what happened? I got sick and she freaked out because she said she couldn't look after me. And I thought, oh, I thought you were meant to be the caring one. So it freaked me out a little bit. And then another thing is, whenever I had a friend or went on a date, she competed. I went on a date and I really liked someone. I came back telling everyone, thought everyone was on the same page. This girl was like straight away on the apps. Oh, I think I've met the one. And I thought, right, okay, yeah. So I'm not allowed to even shine in my own life, right? So those three people that I lived with, um, I thought, nah, everyone's got their faults. You know, you can't keep judging, blah, 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 carried on with life. Now, what ended up happening was I started to turn away from these people because I didn't like their behaviours. It got too much. I started to feel very unsure about myself and I started to really feel like I was being gaslighted. I would say something very specific please don't do that and they'd go ahead and do it. Now what I noticed is that they worked as a pack and all three of them started increasing the way that they gaslit. Now I would write down the evidence because evidence gathering is really important for me and one of them tried to embarrass me about five times in front of a friend of mine. She repeated something five times, so I wrote it down. And then she did something else and did something else. And then I approached her and I said, you said this five times, and so you know that no one was listening and I didn't want to know, but you kept going. And she completely tried to convince me she didn't. And she used words like, well, I think we just saw the whole situation differently and i thought you know what this is not the first time where people have worked as a pack to try and convince me i'm nuts so anyway i got out right let me have a sip of my coffee so that's the end of that story i'm going to be real uh, short with them but you'll start to see a pattern emerge and it's something i'm seeing in my readings and it's really pissing me off mm So again, there's a situation where I've got a job, this was years back. The CEO hired her two friends and gave them jobs that they can't do and salaries they don't deserve. And I noticed there was a high staff turnover between people who knew her and people who didn't know her. So people who didn't know her personally were in and out that building very quickly. What I also noticed when I worked there was I started to feel unsure and insecure and I started to feel unwell. Not only physically, but mentally, I started to think, God, I'm losing my confidence. I'm a bit confused. I left because I thought, yes, I just know there's a problem there, but I can't prove it. It came out later that all these three people are absolute bitches and again, they work as a pack. And then I reached out to people who used to work there. They had the same symptoms of my mental health when I never had mental health before I worked there. Um, and that is, that's what I want to highlight. And they're like, oh, I, I had depression. I never had depression thing before I worked there. Now, those two stories are personal, right? What I want to talk to you about is I have seen so many, and I'm going to put, you know, what the, the, those American little things, you know, when they do that with their fingers. Crazy, You know where they go like, oh, you're so crazy. Yeah, I keep talking to people who apparently have mental health, they tick all the boxes, they have all the symptoms, and I think, you don't have mental health. You're surrounded by bullies. You're surrounded by packs who are convincing you. Now, mental health is interesting one. It's like physical health. If I go to the doctors with certain symptoms, I will fall under certain brackets that doesn't mean it's right. And I always push back on that because I've seen the whole life cycle of it. I've seen someone come into a clinic with symptoms. They fall under a bre- on an, under an umbrella. They get the medicine. Because I feel they truly aren't suffering from mental health, they're suffering from emotional health, I see a decline. And it's really started, pissed me off because I've been at the receiving end of it where I've gone, my God, there's something wrong with me. Now again, I've seeked medical, not medical, professional help and said, you know, I don't wanna leave the house. Like I'm tired all the time. And they've used the same language. They've said, oh, you've suffered from anxiety and depression, you this. And then I've gone to my spiritual mate and she says, oh, you're just in hermit mode. And hermit mode is a thing. So hermit mode is a tarot card and it just says, you've pulled back because and detaching from people because you're healing. That one fits better, thanks. And in terms of anxiety and depression, I actually don't have anxiety and depression. I've had so many people in my life tell me I have anxiety and depression. I am just tired of your bullshit. And I have no energy because I recently had a test done which says that my hormones are not producing very well. Cortisol, uh, testosterone, estrogen. So that's why I look like a little kid when I work out because I can't produce muscle, you know? These are all symptoms of very, very long stress periods. But if I go to a a medical mental health person, they're gonna give me a medical uh, diagnosis around mental health. If I go to a spiritual person they're going to give me a diagnosis around spirituality. It's all perception and it breaks my heart to see people who have suffered for so long and they are tormented by certain events and they are plowing through the medication and their family are telling them they're nuts. And it's people who are always close to you who want to diagnose you I cannot tell you how many friends I have lost because they were super super quick and super keen. And you see it, a super quick, super keen to diagnose me, sorry. When, you see it on social media, when a new diagnosis comes up, like I saw it with bipolar, everyone was bipolar. Now, everyone is ADHD and everyone is neurodiverse. It's all perception. But I want you to have the power to say this person is a professional but i disagree this person is my friend but i disagree this person is my family but i disagree because they are coming from a perception now if we go right back to the beginning of this story when i said about those three bitches that i lived with there each one of those were attuned emotionally to control and manipulation we had sad sack <laughs> Oh, she's won the lottery. Oh, what are we gonna do with her? She didn't win the lottery, but I'm just giving an example of she'd still be unhappy. She was a manipulative, low vibrational person. You had Queen Bee, who inflated every qualification and thing that she had, it was bizarre. Again, it was really important that people feed into that. And then the third person wouldn't give me any room to breathe and whatever I achieved, she wanted to be the star of. So all those three were attuned to manipulation. They all got on, because they all resonated with manipulation. But they wouldn't admit this, they're thick as shit, right? But when I started to pull away, all three of them became manipulative, and they all worked together on a vibrational level. So like an orchestra, right? they all people everything around us is music everything um, so when you have that you have an orchestra playing you know like you play you have the piano you have the flute you have the clarinet the piano will start playing and then the clarinet and the flute will start adding on to it to create a harmony And It's really important for people to feel part of a pack and to feel secure together So when something like that happens they all whether they're conscious of it or not and these people I don't think have a brain. So probably not they work together I don't think they maliciously sit there and strategize a complete war But I think they they know that working together will save their ass. So I think there is something sinister I think there's something negative negative. But it shows how low they are because they're thinking along those lines. But I don't think it's full-blown, you know, sinister stuff or devil stuff. I really don't. So, you know, they're kind of working together and they're in harmony. From your perspective, you're like, oh, it's me versus the world. And there's like 20 people telling me I'm mentally ill. Uh, Tell them 20 people to F off. Because you're not. They're just working together. So... Oh, it's just heartbreaking it really is because I see people for who they are I see straight through everything obviously it's my job and when I see someone who's rattling on the meds and their family are telling them they're crazy and their friends are like you know leaning into them to support them because they need so much support because they're ill and it's like they're not ill they are devastated they have a broken heart They've been bullied and compromised since they were young and everyone is leaning into a role to feed off of that person. Uh, sadistic little shits. Back off. You know, hang on, let me take a sip. That's why my work is about empowering. It's, em- it's about getting individuals to think about their circle Their world. You know, when this girl, I presented her with the evidence of you said these five things, the bullshit that came out of her mouth was so convincing. I was, even in that moment, I was questioning it, thinking, well, did she? It was only because my friend was with me. She said, Katie, she said those five things. I was like, thank God for common sense. This is why I do a lot of evidence gathering because I've been surrounded by wolves, pack mentality, I have been bullied for so long that my nervous system has broke. <laughs> you have to laugh. You do. You do. But I'm not the only one. I'm not being on this potty just to be indulgent. You know, I'm being on this potty to kind of say to you guys, are you going through the same shit? You know? I see it all the time. So if you're quivering is it quivering? No, it's quivering wreck, right? And, you know, you're feeling like, oh, my God, I'm mentally ill, I need all this routine. You might have been told you need a specific routine and to do this, this and this and this. That's bullshit. You know? I dare you. I dare you to question everything. It's heartbreaking. Don't get me wrong. You need to be prepared because when you see that the people close to you are feeding this shit, it's devastating. And you realise you feel really alone and you realize you actually the first place you go is and you have an ego death so your ego will tell you that the world doesn't love you you're unlovable because it wants to get you out of that space and attached again it's okay your ego is fine it's just stupid um so you'll have that ego death where you will feel very victimized if you can get through that bit the second bit the second phase is amazing the second phase is you feel untouchable because you've realized you're not the problem. You're actually so full of love and so wonderful and so charismatic that you bend and shape people enough for them to warrant, you know, a destruction campaign against you, you know? So you realize you're worth in all of that. You go from feeling the victim and unlovable and, you know, a victim of abuse. You do, you go through that. And then the second phase, like I said, you become untouchable because you start to see how people work and how weak they are you know i'm not a weak person so i can be in an orchestra but if i sense something isn't wrong um something isn't right i speak up and i don't care how many people are in that room i spit the truth i come out with it i'm direct That's why I'm direct. I read something before that said, if you're direct and bold, it's because you've been bullied for a long period of time that you just say it as it is, because you cannot be asked. And every time I've come in with a weak-ass opinion, these narcissistic gaslighters have reshaped it so that I was less than. So now I just spit the truth. And now I just say it as it is, because you can't, it's facts. Prove me wrong, you know? So that's why I'm very direct. As a person, I was never like this, but you know, life and all that, evolution. But you know, you need to get to a point where you're like, I'm not prepared to medicate myself, ruin my liver, um, and be this character that you're saying that I am. I 1000% think and believe and feel that there are people out there who are really really not coping they feel like they have mental health issues they are told they have mental health issues but if we get to the absolute core of the issue we can move you away from mental health and into a much more harmonic space where you feel actually more grounded and stable than ever before and more grounded and stable than anyone around you Louise Hay's work is a lot about this. She So she talks about symptoms being an emotional issue. So for example I believe she talks about if you have you know dodgy knees there's an emotional component about you're scared to move forward and if you actually reverse engineer your symptoms and come and arrive at a place where there's an emotional component it makes complete sense because your energy is going outward you know. So what develops is because there's something inside so we have to get that inside bit but don't for one second allow anyone you've put your trust in or given your power to you shouldn't give your power to anyone all your friends and loved ones should be beside you and there's a partnership no one is better than anyone do not let anyone have that position of their caring for you in a debilitating way You know, I had a friend who, you'll notice I say had a friend because I've really cleared him out. I had a friend who really started to chip away at my confidence and sooner or later, I got to a position where I was asking her what I should have for fucking, sorry, just swore. I have to apologize, sorry for swearing. you know what to have for breakfast you know it got to the point where I'd lost my complete sense of self and what I wanted and she was controlling everything to the point where I'd say oh I really like this person and she was saying oh no I don't think so I don't think you should go for that person oh no I don't think you should reach out for that person and again why was she doing that because it's really important for her that I was all hers and nobody else's a lot of these people don't want you to move on find happiness find people they don't They might say they do, but they don't. And I hate to pop anyone's bubbles, but I'm seeing the same stuff all over again. Get people in your life who are high quality, who are high value, who have their shit together, who are grounded and don't manipulate or weak where they can orchestrate with other people. You see it with bullying a lot. You see it in schools. You will get one person and then they have two others... You know, there's a gang of them. There's a gang of them. You know, there's always a get. These people work in gangs. They're so weak. You know, it's like if you're gonna bully me, come at me by yourself. It's a compliment that they have to go to other people. I've been bullied a lot in my adulthood. Not so much childhood. I used to hit people a lot as kids. If they went for me, I'd I'd punch them. Yeah, I wasn't having any of it. But when it's when you're older, it's a lot more um, covert. And it was that gaslighting. Um, I had a weakness in my mind growing up because of how much there was. So it had worn me down. So that was my killer's heel. Yeah. So as an adult, I've been bullied so much because um, my mind wasn't as strong as it was now. Because I got worn down. Worn down for so long. You know? It was like, Jesus. You know? Um, but yeah, they—it's a compliment when they work work, uh, work in packs, you know. It's like, oh, weak little thing needs uh, another weak little thing, you know. Oh, there's three of you now, all three weak little things, you know. It's sad. It's really sad. But if you're sitting here and you're thinking, my God, I think I'm not the crazy one, you're not. I'm telling you now, you're not. You don't need the meds. You don't. I have to make a disclaimer probably on that. If you feel that you do need the medication and you want to go to the doctors and the doctors said that yeah, you need it, then yeah, have it. But I am not a doctor and I am not a mental health nurse, but i am just got an opinion. There you go, that's a good disclaimer. That should cover my ass. Mm. But yeah, I'm not a mental health nurse. I'm absolutely not. But with my work, I am seeing the same emotional stresses and it's unfair it's really unfair for the people who are constantly being beaten down and you know there's always someone weak of mind who has someone really controlling in their life almost making out that they need them oh i've got your back i'm your best friend i'm supportive and there will be a complete decline in this other person because that other person they want to be in control of you I see it all the time, avoid controlling people 1000%, you don't need anyone, it's great to have people, don't get me wrong, you need a network, that's amazing, but make sure it's a nice one, honestly you can't afford to be beaten down and labelled as these things, it's not you, you're a delicious strong individual who has been worn down over a period of time and now you have people in your life that treat you like a baby and tell you and convince you that you need them to make your life choices for you get a life side off deal with your own life you know puppet masters essentially puppet masters it's it's funny because people if only you know that girl who amplified everything that she did. She was very much like that. She would convince you that she had to make the decisions for you. And oh, if you if you go on the dating apps, let me know so that I can I can say if they're good or not. Oh, are you on the dating apps? Okay, let me write out the profile because you need me to write out the profile. Um, it's funny because if she used all that energy to actually pass her exams and actually put into her work then she would be who she said she was rather than who she wasn't. These people just, you know, they're not going to get far in life because they waste their energy trying to control everybody else. But look, as I wrap this up, please don't think you're mad. You're absolutely not mad. You know the shit. You know it. You're tuned in, plugged in, turned on. You get it. It's just that you've given your power away. Do the inner healing. Work on that inner child, I know that sounds la la, but work on that that age group where you started to navigate away from yourself and you started to give your power to everybody else. And get back in there, get that strong mind, yeah. My mind started to melt when I was about 12, 13. So I had to go back to 12, 13 and heal that mind of mine because it started to like get weak. Yeah, not gonna happen, not on my watch, bitch. So yeah, hope this helps, but honestly, it's so sad to watch, it's so sad to watch. It, it's the people who are walking around, making out they're in control and know it all, who need the help, not the ones that are a quivering wreck. And, and it's horrible living like that because you feel inferior, you feel a lot of shame. Do you know why you feel shame? Because you know in your heart you've abandoned yourself. You don't have shame around your mental health or emotional health, you have shame around I know I've abandoned myself and I've let myself down and I've given my power to everybody else. It's shame towards yourself. Do the Honoponopona prayer. You sit there, and let me get this right, hang on, you say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And you go through every single scenario where you've let yourself down and you think, about all the people you've dated, all the friends that you've befriended, all the situations with work that you've walked into even though you knew that you shouldn't. And you go through all the situations throughout your whole life of everywhere where you've abandoned yourself because you were panicked and fear-based and was like, oh, I need this job, I'm gonna take it even though I know it's shit. Oh, I'm lonely, so I'm gonna befriend this person who I think is a complete knob, but I'm gonna do it. And you go through each one of those and you say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. To yourself. You watch your life change after 30 days of doing that. I do it in the bath. Anyway, that's a bit of a thought I don't want you to have. But anyway. Look, on that note, love you loads. As always, let's do the shit. (sighs)